One of my lamps sings the Spider-Man song. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. I I know, I know I shouldn't, but I'm totally including just that song, and then you going, oh yeah, my lamp plays the Spider-Man song when I turn it off. That's just letting you know that's in the... I don't know if it's in the show. Like, I may just put it in before we start. <laughs> I may just leave it in right there at the start. You, you do what you feel is necessary, CJ. <laughs> you do you, boo-boo. Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? Caesar Mellon? <laughs> Caesar no, Mellon. I'm not Caesar. Cesar? 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 Uh, I, Cesar I, Mellon! I do want to start off with, with one quick note, listener. I, I am getting a little bit under the weather, so if I sound weird Man, or funny, uh, that's why. But I also want to encourage you to go to intro com. learn a little bit about us, a little bit about the show, and then you can dive headfirst into this episode. Episode 96. You gotta go through our back catalog. D&D scattered all the way. Scattered all the way is delicious. Okay, alright, let's uh, let's start off the show talking about the world of comics. How it's affecting TV, how it's affecting movies, but right now, how it's affecting Josh Burns. That's Ladies right. and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! First off, as long as we're talking about Cape Talk, we need to discuss how painful it is to listen to you guys guess at what suit is what in the Spider-Man <laughs> Far From I, Home trailer. How many times did I apologize? We did. I, we did apologize. It was, you apologized four times in a four-minute segment, and I'm, and I'm appreciative of it. But I, like, I'm like, oh, he's cringing so hard right now. I was cringing so hard over a trailer that I love so much. I've watched it 14 times. It looks so good. Okay, but I don't know the suits, dude. Like I don't. You don't the- need to call. You, you, you could have called me. I was I was available for a phone call, just not available to record. Why don't you just say what the suits were? Um, the black suit is most definitely a a nod to the Spider Man Noir suit. The main suit that it looks like Nick Fury gives him is very much the uh, Superior Spider Man black and red suit with the small the, spider on it. Right. The wings are actually the 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 spider web armpit wings are actually a nod to the original Steve get Ditko suit, and yeah, I think I think I've covered all the suits. Cut right off. And yeah. Siri has a fishbowl. Yes, Siri has a fishbowl. Thank God. But now let's talk about more Spider-Man news. Go all ahead, right. CJ. So uh, well, the reason why Cape Talk is affecting Josh Burns is because Matt Smith may be joining the Marvel Universe in the Spider-Man spinoff for Morbius. So Jared Leto, as we learned, is going to be uh, portraying Morbius in this movie, and we don't really know who Matt Smith is going to be. Oh but, well, uh, Jared Leto's a much better vampire than Matt Smith. Oh, but yeah, I would right. have been I would have been fine with Matt Smith as a, he'd have been a different vampire, like yes. a sophisticated vampire, right? Where Jared Leto's going to be a dirty, unshowered vampire, or <laughs> no, Morbius yeah. isn't an or like a pale vampire. or like a pale Tom Cruise vampire. What do you mean? He's not a legitimate vampire. I mean, Morbius is like a vampire, like giant seltzer is seltzer water. It, it's we get nailed. He's not. He's never been bitten. He wasn't like. Uh, he doesn't have the same weaknesses as vampires. He, the character itself, just has this rare blood disease that causes him to have to drink blood like a vampire. And it happens to give him like kind of super strength. And Does stuff he like have that. the things on the hands, or is that only the animated series dude, where they put? Dude, that's only the animated series. Uh, 
I mean, the book was Morbius, the living vampire. Yeah, I know. I know what the, the I, so just was. like for for just for like for shits and giggles, let's just define him as vampire because it's easier. So what I'm hearing is I'm actually not quite a vampire. Oh, that's the point. The point is Matt Smith is probably not going to be a vampire because he's not like a traditional vampire. Is like a vampire coven. He doesn't have like seems. a lair with a cut. Co- yeah, right. He doesn't like turn other things. That was my point. Thank you, Brian, for getting me back to that point. You're welcome. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm assuming Matt Smith is some sort of scientist trying to cure Morbius or vampire hunter, depending on how ripped he wants to get, or lovable scamp who dies in the first half. I don't know, but he's probably not a vampire. So for those of you who have no idea what this Morbius movie is about, it's going to be a standalone uh, movie very similar to Tom Hardy's Venom. Uh, which, as of right now, we believe will not have any Spider-Man actually in it, uh, but based off of one of the characters from Spider-Man's Rogues Gallery. So, uh, interesting. But it is it is uh, Marvel Universe, right? As in, it is Marvel-produced Sony releasing? Oh, from what no. we've told, not actually in the MCU the way that like we would think of it, and then Sony backtracks, and then Marvel backtracks, and then everyone just goes, yeah! you get it right and we're like no i don't get it i'm very confused and they leave it that way yeah but venom looked pretty cool right and then they make a hundred and eight hundred and fifty five million dollars you know off one movie that was you know do you like do you like spider-man yeah spider-man's pretty cool well how about you see one of his villains when they were a kid (laughs) (laughs) thanks pat oswald thanks pat oswald i appreciate it uh, I, I listen. I we don't know what he's gonna be. That's fine. Just this is casting news. We like Matt Smith. Matt Smith's also gonna be in Star Wars Episode Nine. So, yay! More Matt Smith everywhere. Put him everywhere. And this is why it's affecting Josh because Josh loves. He was also Skynet in Terminator Genesis. He was, but let's not talk about that movie. I enjoyed that movie. Yeah, there was nothing wrong with Genesis. All right, so let's talk about the trailer that was released for Shazam. Which, by the way, I get more excited for every single time I see this movie. Yep. Every time I see this trailer, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a lot of fun. So uh, let's just don't don't disappoint me. Uh, so the the big joke with uh, this trailer was the the line. He's not so serious. That's a play on why so serious from the dark night. Uh, but other than that, uh, you know, cheesy, weird, you know, punchline. It was uh, really funny. I'm really enjoying this. Oh, God, no, Bane. <laughs> I noticed they're using other taglines for the Shazam movie. Bane, we haven't seen you in a long time. Where the hell have Who you been? Was Billy Batson born in the darkness? <laughs> no, I think he was born in, uh, I don't know, a log cabin or something? I don't know where he was born. Oh, yeah, CJ, you have to be careful with those log cabins. Otherwise, <laughs> the fire can rise. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Wow, that's some good work, Bane, on that one. That was a that was a deep stretch. Yeah, so it, it took me a while, but I got there eventually. Listen, the short the the trailer is short, but it's got some good jokes, and we see some powers, and we see some uh, Mark Strong as Doctor Savannah, so we get to see some of that. And uh, it, it, it they do the thing like they kind of did in Man of Steel, where we get to see two people in mid flight fight, which which is pretty cool. Makes me hopeful for like a Dragon Ball Z movie or something someday. Yeah, keep hoping. That's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. But hey, it was uh, really good. I really enjoyed it. Thoughts on the trailer? It's the second moment we've seen. Solid. Exciting. Is this, are we talking about the 52 seconds? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I need more. I'm good. I'm done. I'm sold. I'm already there. I'm not going to watch any more trailers. No, I want a longer trailer. Uh, Okay. I won't watch it. it. Well, there's probably going to be a Super Bowl spot, right? 
Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, but Super Bowl spots are literally like 10 seconds. No, they're not. They're at least 30, if not 60. They're they're not 60 unless you're Avengers. They're 30 most of the time. <laughs> Solo, for, for crying out loud, last year was 30-second trailer. Brian Thornton. DJ Mellon. The uh, the next topic that I have here, which I thought initially was new, and then I was even corrected by a, a fan. So, Mr. Chambers, thank you for correcting me on this one. Uh, CW Seed is now streaming the series Blade? Blade the series? You mean the shitty one-season series that happened like seven years ago? Yeah, so I thought it was something new. Apparently this is old? Mm, yeah, it's an old show. Was it on like Spike or something? Is that it, what it was? was? It was actually yes, was on Spike. On Spike, there it is. Mister Chambers told me it's on Spike. So and um, it was uh, starred Wesley Snipes' stunt double for <laughs> the Blade movies because wait. Wesley Snipes was in jail. Wait, wait, wait! It stars the stunt double. Yeah, what was his name? I can't. Hang on, I can get his name. Yeah, but it's the guy who did who did a lot. Not like his stunt double, but he 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 would do coordinate the stunts with him for the Blade movies. That's no, no, no. His name is series. not Sticky Fangs. Yes, yes, it is Sticky Fangs. His yes. name is Sticky Fangs? Yep. Yep. That and is, he plays that is Blade? Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no way. Uh, St- Sticky Fingers. Sorry, his name is Sticky Fingers. fingers. Sticky okay, Fingers okay. from uh, the, the rap group Onyx yes. plays Blade? Yeah. Only lasted 12 episodes. It's a uh, trash series. He, well, yeah, Sticky Fingers is... Uh, I mean, not an articulate man. Uh, I don't think the issue was his articulateness. Articulation. Articulateness, yeah. Uh, articulateness no, I'm going articulateness. Sure. Art- articulatoryness. So I thought this was new. Apparently it's not. I, no, it came out in the year 2006, which oh, is actually Lord. the year you graduated high school. That is true. Would you like to give out more personal information about me on the public forum? That'd be great. Uh, yeah, you were married in uh, 2011. Uh-huh. First pet was named Ponzi. <laughs> Fake pet is Mittens. <laughs> mittens. Okay. Anyway. Um, you have seen Sticky Fingers in uh, other movies such as Flight of the Phoenix. No, Next I Friday. Uh, nope. Uh, Empire, the TV series. Uh, I haven't seen them in that. The Night Of. He's he's done stuff. He, 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 oh, he's sure. He's got. Actor. Yeah, he's got plenty of CSI Miami. NCIS. Come on now. So you watched all these burn notice. I did watch burn notice, but he probably, I yeah, probably the did. shield. I'm watching the shield, but I probably couldn't pick him out. Oh yeah. You'll get there with the shield. He's in, he's in six episodes over five years. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So what I'm getting is, Hey, if you see this, a, it's not new and B it's bad. So don't waste your time. Yeah. But I got to say sticky fingers like five times. You did get to see sticky fingers five times. Uh, so let's move on to uh, a new trailer that I definitely want to talk about, uh, and I totally watched before we started recording, and that is the trailer for Amazon's The Boys, which yeah, this is, is actually new. I think the best way I could describe The Boys, having knowing nothing about it, so Brian, correct me if I'm wrong on this one. If if we lived in a world where superheroes were real, they would obviously be celebrities, right? They would be probably even for hire at some point. But what is the dark side of the fact that there are superheroes that are also celebrities and the fact that, uh, you know, the CIA and other people would probably want to take advantage of that. Yeah, that is more like it. There, so the the trailer was mostly superhero stuff. So the boys aren't the superheroes. No, the boys are, are the CIA group that pretty much controls and or, and or kills said superheroes. Yeah, I'd be willing to watch that. 
Like Carl Urban is a part of the boys. Where will I see this, CJ? This is an Amazon exclusive. You must have the Amazon Primes. That is fantastic because Which I haven't I watched do. Jack Ryan yet. You haven't watched Jack Ryan yet? No, what? I'm, I'm, I'm uh, in catch-up mode. I'm surprised oh by this. Oh, my God. I'm in catch-up mode. I'm, Get yourself I'm in mustard finishing, mode and finish it. I'm finishing Punisher right now. Jack Ryan is probably next. By the way, this is produced by Seth Rogen. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Have you seen Preacher? Preacher's amazing. I, I haven't. And, and, he, <laughs> and Seth Rogen produces that. He's actually a huge comic book fan. I do know Seth Rogen is a comic book fan. I didn't know that he was producer of the, the Preacher in this. He actually, looks, he actually wrote and directed the first two episodes of Preacher. Uh, now I know something. No, this looks really good. This is definitely something that I'm excited for. And uh, We talk about superheroes being dark and gritty, dark and gritty, dark and gritty. This just looks like a different take on that, though. and actually looks fresh and interesting. So, color me intrigued. I will be tuning in. Whilst also dark and gritty. It's still yeah. dark and gritty. Yeah, but it's, you know. It's darkly fresh and inter- interestingly gritty. Mm. It's... It's not it's not Zack Snyder dark and gritty. It's something else. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to talk about the world of TV and movies that in the segment that we call Screen to Stream. Uh so it is that time of the year that the 91st Oscars have announced announced have announced, announced. they have announced their nominees. Uh we're not going to go through them all. I'm just curious to get any feedback on anything that you talked about or anything that you saw that you were like, "Hey, let's bring that up." Uh so curious to see Best picture, obviously, I think the one thing we do have to talk about is Black Panther is the first comic book movie to ever be nominated for Best Picture. It's going to lose, but hey, it got nominated. That's important. Mm, Yes. I'm very tired of the Oscars. Are we all? Still hostless, too. I I, I, I used to care. This used to be my Super Bowl. I don't care anymore. I got to tell you, I'm going to I'm I'm hard pressed to see how Vice doesn't sweep a lot of this shit. So I don't uh, think Vice will sweep any of it. I think it's going to be Green Book. It's going to be Bohemian Rhapsody all over the place or Black Klansman. Those three movies are going to be to win all of the awards and Vice will get pushed off to the side. I do want to note that A Star is Born is nominated for Best Best Picture, right? It has Best, Best Actress, Best Actor, not Best Director. Bradley Cooper did not get the nomination. Did it get Best Song? Uh, I think it it may be nominated for that. And if you want to hear our thoughts on A Star is Born, you can check out our Patreon page and become a member, and you will actually get a spoiler cast uh, for us watching A Star is Born. Spoiler alert, I did not want to see it, and uh, I have an opinion afterward. I don't know if that's really a spoiler alert. That was more of a tease, wasn't it? (laughs) I have opinions! When I see things, I I think I think stuff about them. The other thing that I was actually really happy to see, which again was no surprise, but really happy to see this, is best animated feature, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Also, got yeah, that might actually win a nomination, and I think that is going to beat out Incredibles Two, Isle of Dogs, a movie I've never heard of. Ralph breaks the internet, and then of course Spider-Man is. is You've never heard of Isle of Dogs? No, the what is it, Mariah? Or yeah, it'll Um, be the movie you never heard of. No, it's going to be Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I'm, I'm, I'm calling that. It's going to win Best Animated Feature. Okay. It's just snobby enough that people will will be like, oh, yeah, I like it. You know, it's superhero, but it's art. You know, it's like both put together. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the Academy totally sounds like that and not stuffy white men. Excuse me. All right, all right, all right. Won an award. I think they can sound like that. I think, I think we're good on that. The guy talked about how he idolized his past self. Like... That's my idol, man. He got me here. What the hell are you talking about? All right, all right. What did, he, good. what did he win an Oscar for? Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, see, this is how many years it's been since I watched the friggin' Oscars. Or a McConaughey movie, for that matter. Hey. 
And Josh, yes, A Star is Born's Shallow is nominated for Best uh, Original Song. Yeah, it's going to win that. Oh, yeah? I don't see any way around it. Like, really? I, look, Kendrick Lamar is cleaned up, but that song is not as good. The one uh, movie that was actually, like, I understand why it's not on here, but I was just kind of disappointed to see that it didn't really get anything was A Quiet Place. And A Quiet Place got one nomination for, <laughs> for Best Sound Editing. For it's best very, sound it's very, very quiet. You can't do that without editing. Yeah, I, I, I get that. It's, uh, but it's like, it also should win the most ironic award at that point if that's what you're going to do. Okay. You want to talk about the fact that Melissa McCarthy is nominated for an Oscar? No, let's talk about the fact that she's nominated for multiple Razzies. <laughs> All right, so let's let's bring that up then. All right, so uh, not to be outdone, the 2019 Razzie Award nominations were announced. Announced. Uh, and if you don't know what the Razzies are, it's the list of the worst movies. The Academy Award is supposed to be the best. It's actually who paid the most money. And then it's, uh, you know, the Razzies are, hey, what's actually pretty bad. Funny, fun fact about the Razzies. Sandra Bullock went to the Razzies and uh, won Best Actress, uh, Worst Actress for, uh, what about Steve? All about Steve. All about Steve. And then won the next day for The Blind Side. So, you know, it's it's fun. It's you know, sometimes Won an Oscar, like, not a Razzie. She won both. She won the. Oh, I'm well aware she won both in the right. same year. I am just clarifying for those who were not following your crazy brain. I, I appreciate appreciation is appreciated. Let's talk about worst pictures, worst directors. Like what? What? What was the standout here for for worst for you, Brian? Oh, uh, Melissa McCarthy's on here like four times, and I love it. <laughs> what is it? Happy Time Murders is on here for worst movie. She's on here for worst actress. She's oh. Um... So let me let me read the nominees for for worst picture. Uh, Gotti. Happy Time Murders, Holmes and Watson, Robin Hood, and Winchester. I'm glad I have not seen any of these things. Yeah, I realize I didn't, I didn't see either of those. And we were excited for Robin Hood, and we have not seen it. Uh, no, I was, yeah, no. Worst Actress, Melissa McCarthy for the Happy Time Murders, and Life of the Party. So she's on here twice for Worst Actress. Jennifer Garner's up there for Peppermint, though. Woohoo! Yeah, you, we know you hate Peppermint. I actually... No, it wasn't a, like the worst thing ever. I did not enjoy Peppermint at all. It deserves to be nominated. It just doesn't deserve to win. But I would, I wouldn't put her in there as the reason for that. No, no. The I, reason like, I'd, that I'd, was because I put that in there. Bad. Yeah, like is there a is there like a worse screenplay? There is a worse screenplay. That's where I'd put it's, it. Ready? It's Death of a Nation, Fifty Shades Freed, Gotti, Happy Times Murders, and Winchester. Uh oh, I mean, I'd put. I it, love. Yeah, put it in. There. I love this category in the Razzies. Uh, any. The, the worst screen combo, which nominations are any two actors or puppets, especially in those creepy sex scenes in Happy Time Murders. <laughs> Johnny Depp and his fast-fading film career in Sherlock Gnomes. <laughs> Will Ferrell and John C. Riley trashing two of literature's most beloved characters in Holmes and Watson. Kelly Preston and John Travolta getting Battlefield Earth-type reviews in Gotti. <laughs> That's yeah. a good. It's a good. It's a good. Uh, it's a good, good category. Yeah, I, I appreciate the Razzies. Uh, Worst remake, ripoff, or sequel? Uh-huh. The Meg, which is a ripoff of Jaws, <laughs> which bars another question. Josh, what is the difference between a ripoff? No, and <laughs> and a sequel. The Meg was neither a spinoff, a remake, or a sequel. It's a totally different thing. But it was a ripoff of Jaws. It's adaptation from a book. A ripoff. So this is the 39th year of the Razzies. Uh, listen, they don't take themselves too seriously. They know what they are. Sometimes the stars actually do show up to accept the awards and just kind of be in on the joke. And, you know, sometimes they don't. They get pretty offended by it. And for those people, I say, shut up and just enjoy the laugh. So uh, there you go. 
going to be happening uh, late in February. So should, should be uh, should be fun. I, I would love to follow just kind of see if anything. Uh, just just what one? I'm just curious to see what what actually gets those kind of awards. It is interesting though. The bigger point that you're talking about, Brian, is that the Oscars did used to be like the Super Bowl for for me too. I used to fill out like this ballot and see like go into a pool to see who could get as many the most. I worked at Blockbuster, so we did a pool. Are every you year. serious? Yeah, we we did a pool every year to see who got the most right. Wow, that's what I used to do, and 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 now I don't care because it's all bought and paid for. And oh, I, I it's awful! It's so bad, bad. so bad. Yeah, it, it it used to be something I was really excited for. I also used to care a little bit about, you know, oh, well, who's hosting? At least I all listen to the jokes. It was like, that's nope. going to be really complicated this year. Uh, they still don't have a host. Um, it seems no one wants the gig. And, yeah, uh, once you realize and once you learn that it's just bought and paid for and whoever greases the most wheels and hands out the most money can can win, uh, you can buy the award. It's not always based on merit. Kind of kind of kills it for you. Kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. So listen, though, I did turn to you, the the listeners, and I asked you for our question of the week. What is the movie that you saw this year that deserves a Razzie? Uh, so I'd like to, to read some of these. First off, John Hahn, Space Pirate. John Hahn, Space Pirate. Not often you hear from a space pirate. Not often you hear from a space pirate. And he had gripes with a space smuggler because he said Solo. Which, uh... Solo, colon, okay. a Star Wars story? Yes. Ah, checking. Yep. Uh, Andrew Capilla, Patreon supporter, said it would be the last Sharknado. It's about time. It was easily the worst movie in the entire series. To which my bigger question is, did you watch the entire series of Sharknado movies? More importantly, is that second sentence, it's about time, a pun, or it's about time that it ended? Because the last one was about time travel. (laughs) (laughs) See, I don't remember that, but I now do because we talked about that. I I saw like a Get Motivated poster that said... The next time you're in a room and thinks no one wants to hear your idea, remember someone once said, "Let's make a movies with sharks in a tornado." <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've seen I've seen that. That's that's valid. seen it. I've seen, I've seen it. it. I did see the hang in there thing though too. <laughs> don't don't ever think I didn't see the hang in there thing. Hang in there is great. I have it hanging above my desk. A uh, friend of the show, Craig Newcomb, said, "Sorry to bother you." And then this is the weird part that I just uh, whatever. I really like the movie. But I still think it should get a Razzie. This is classic Craig circular <laughs> bullshit. Like, come that's on, Craig. Craig. That's, I, I don't understand that at all. That's like Craig being like, well, listen, if you want to get if you want to get to there, you got to go right. But it's going to be look, left. If he if he were on the mic, if he were on the show right now, like olden times, uh, basically, I would get him to admit that he was wrong. <laughs> but then he would still say. It's still, I still feel the same way. Even though he knows he's wrong, he'll still feel the same way. I've heard actually very good things about that. Yeah, movie. yeah. I haven't heard anything bad about pretty that sure, movie. Yeah, pretty sure you could stream it on Hulu, too. He's just, he's just like, you know, it. I used to spend a lot of time on the phone, so fuck that movie. Uh, possibly. So now it's time to, for us to answer it. What movie did you see this year that you think deserves a Razzie? Oh, um, the the rock climbing up a building movie. <laughs> Skyscraper? That. Skyscraper? Really? Oh, it was not good, buddy. I I liked Skyscraper more than I liked Red Sparrow. Mm, I don't know. I liked Red Sparrow. Listen, here's the thing. I liked Red Sparrow enough not to put that. I, I think mine's pretty obvious. I'm going to go for Peppermint. It's peppermint? Peppermint really? needs to be. Brian, oh, yeah. I almost need to disqualify Red Sparrow on the, on, the, uh, on the boobies. Like, just automatically, you don't get to put that in there. There weren't, there weren't, a, there weren't enough boobies. 
Uh, any amount of Jennifer Lawrence boobies are enough boobies. That's what Google is for. Oh, Whoa. no. Then you're a creeper. See, if it happens on the screen, you're not a creeper. Okay. It was a terrible movie. It was a terrible movie, but it wasn't Razio terrible. It was just bad really? movie. I, I would watch Skyscraper over any time over that Yeah, movie. that's what I meant. Uh, skyscraper, not Rampage. It wasn't yet. Yeah. No, come on, dude. He climbed up a building in like 90 seconds. Skyscraper at least, ridiculous. At least I could get some enjoyment out of how ridiculous Skyscraper was. Red uh, Sparrow was so drawn out and boring and not good. And I love Jennifer Lawrence as an actress. And she just wasn't good in it. It just was not. It, it was like watching an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, I don't know if I agree with I, that. I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, I can't. I can't bad. abide by this. No, you're. I think you're. Uh, I think there's a, a, a molehill on the mountain. I think you're making a mountain out of that molehill. Yeah, right look, I take I take Red Sparrow over Peppermint for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. One hundred percent. No, no, no way. Yes. At least Peppermint has some action in no, it. No, see, so does Red Sparrow. Red yeah. Sparrow has no action in it. Are uh, you kidding come me? Come on, it has some. No, she freaking just chokes a guy out in like the first twenty minutes or something. And then Good I story. think the next time there's any sort of action thrown, it's like the last scene. A lot of mystery. No, it's not. Have, did you see the movie? I'll take Red Sparrow over that Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy movie. That, oh, that, that wasn't on this that year, though. Yeah. yeah well, okay. So I mean, I, then what are we talking about? Even we're talking about this year. Give me a movie worse than Red Sparrow that came out this year. Not and I don't I don't accept Skyscraper. At least Skyscraper was fun and I can make I fun have of a it. question. Do you which in, in your mind, which one is worse? Red Sparrow or Happy Time Murders? Oh shit. Yeah. Answer that I question. I changed my me. answer to Happy Time Murders. Thank you. Good. I mean I it's getting razzy. Good. But no, that movie was bad. Yeah. I feel good. I just won an argument. This feels nice. You sure did. You Is sure this what did. it feels like? I feel different. It wasn't an, it wasn't an argument. You <laughs> presented my, a new option that I did not That's an argument. Not an argument in like the in like the mean way. Just an argument. He presented an argument. You agreed with his side of the argument. Well, now I got to see if there's something else I'm missing because I forgot. <laughs> no, no. About now it. we need to undermine this. So this way CJ isn't right. That's not at all. Here's We're the moving thing. on. There, there was a on. movie. This, oh, on. no. no. I changed my answer. I changed my answer, and this is definitive. Okay. Worst movie this year was by far The Predator. I agree. 100%. I agree. I'm sorry. I I left after 30 minutes. Uh, Completely forgot about that movie. That's how bad it was. That's a great call. That that is the worst movie I've ever seen. Okay. So really interested to hear from you, listener. What movie do you think deserves a Razzie uh, that was released this year? Tell us your thoughts. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Uh, all links are in the show notes, so you can go ahead and uh, and talk to us that way. Uh, we are not done with screen to screen because uh, something else came up. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm reading this. The Lost Boys TV show just got a pilot ordered on the CW. Well, if there's any place you're going to put a bunch of vampires, probably going to be the <laughs> CW at this point. Well, I mean, they they had like they had Vampire Diaries right, right. for like that's, ten that's, years. That's the wasn't point, Buffy, right? and then wasn't, they had the originals for like seven. Wasn't Buffy the C- uh, CW thing? Buffy, Buffy, well, Buffy was in the middle of that transition, but yeah, Buffy yeah, was yeah, on there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was the same network. Yeah. Vampire Diaries, the originals. So, I mean, yeah. this seems this seems pretty natural. It seems... Supernatural? Oh. Mm. Well, no, I'm talking about the show. I'm I'm still going on the shows that oh, are on CW. Okay. That I thought are you were hitting okay. a pun. Fair enough. I, yeah, I, I thought, thought you were, yeah, I I thought you were spiking that. a pun hard. Oof. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> I mean, we whatever you want no, no, to no, think. No, 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 no. We're gonna go with the. If chest. you were, if you laughed, that was a pun. If you didn't, I was absolutely <laughs> listing shows. Here's on the, the CW. thing. It's we're talking about a 1987 movie. So, is it gonna be Lost Boys in 2018? Because that's a whole different thing. I I, I don't know. Right. So, it, it, uh, like it's kind of hard for. Here's a the thing: group Josh. of individuals to live like they lived in a world where social media exists. Here's right. the thing, though, Josh: The Lost Boys has had two sequels since 1987. Oh, I know they've made trash movies. One in 2008 and one in 2010. So those are not that far off. Yeah, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about like aren't, aren't we talking about the sort like the original? They're talking about making just a Lost Boys for 2018. It's not. I don't think it's going to be a remake. I think it's just going to be, hey, let's do this concept. A reboot. In 2018. Yeah. Sure. Let's, let's go with a reboot. Show me some footage, I guess. Is that what we have to do? We can't I mean, really poo-poo it? Yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to. Ha- not a trailer, though. I'm probably going to have to watch episode one. Okay. Well, you let me know how that is. you know, is. trailers are never any good. <laughs> right. Well, you let me know how that is. I'm uh, not going to be watching that. So hard pass. Hard pass. I never, I never went past the original because how could you beat that cast? Really? All right. So moving on to a topic that again I think is right up Josh's alley. Uh, As we have, this is a very Josh heavy show. Were you not expecting me or something? Yes, Brian. This is a Josh heavy show. I'm sorry. You're going to have to get over it. As we previously reported, the Sopranos franchise is actually going to be getting a prequel film. Uh, released and we actually got some casting news uh, today from it. Michael Gandolfini will be playing uh, a young Tony Soprano. If that name sounds super familiar, it's because he is the son of the late James Gandolfini, uh, who played Tony Soprano. So uh, that's pretty interesting. I think that's did John be... Bernthal get cast in this movie? That is where I'm at. Is Go that, with that, that Michael Gandolfini is burying the lead um, because at this point in his life. Tony Soprano was was nobody. He was probably before they robbed the card game. He was he was nobody. Right. Um, he was like you know when you met um, even before you met Christopher because at that point he was at least associated. He was driving Tony around. But you've got John Bernthal as we don't know who yet, uh, and you got the guy that played Pollux Troy in Face Off as Dickie Moltisanti. Um, also, we have Vera Farmiga, which we've seen in The Departed and a bunch of other stuff. So. Like, all right. I mean, obviously, the problem is it's also New Line Cinema, so we need to pump the brakes a little bit. Right. So the movie is called The Many Saints of Newark. So for what it's worth, probably, you know, worth a watch, I think. Yeah, and also this is our uh, reminder to please, for the love of God, watch The Sopranos if you haven't already. You will not be disappointed. I'm praying John Bernthal plays like a just like an enforcer. Oh man, I love that dude in brutal oh, roles. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I just want him beating people's heads up, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I want him busting skulls and taking names and chewing bubble gum, and then being out of gum, and then having to do stuff. I love it when he like <laughs> barks at people and then beats their heads. In. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, as we know, it is my favorite hobby to go around the internet, and find the weird, find the obscure, and then I ask these two gentlemen for a tech perspective. Now, Brian, this is actually something that you submitted, so this is a little what? Brian heavy on this one. YouTube is allowing Disney nerds to relive. <laughs> you see how I thought I could sneak it in with the fact that I said this was Brian's topic? Tech perspective. 
Okay, what was this topic that I put in? <laughs> so YouTube is allowing Disney nerds to relive extinct theme park attractions. So tell me a little bit about this, Brian. Why did this pique your interest? Why is this something we need to be talking about? I'm not going to lie. I thought I put this in my read later and not in the pocket. And <laughs> <laughs> you put it in the read later and not our uh, topic suggestion. So um, congratulations. It's now a topic suggestion. Discuss. Interesting. Uh, that's great to know. Um, so you know what piqued my interest about this video and this topic? Not everybody knows like how many changes Disney World and, and theme parks in general go through. I remembered this ride, Horizons in Epcot Center, and it was one of the coolest things ever. Um, Captain EO. Yeah, and like, I, I, I was honestly, I was trolling the interwebs, looking through some stuff, and I was like, holy crap, I completely forgot about this ride. And I think it's really nice that like, if you watch this video, it's a 22-minute video, but you legitimately will go, you can go through the entire ride and kind of experience some like classic Disney theme park rides, which is great. Um, there's not just this video. They, they've done other videos of like the old food rocks thing at, uh, Epcot, which I remember seeing as a kid, the Norway ride, which was just, yeah, you know, this giant frozen mountain, mountain, uh, frozen mountain thing. Um, but yeah, like, oh, body wars. They have one for body wars. I (gasps) dude, the Michael Jackson, Captain EO one. Yeah, I know. So, like, my my thing is, if you if you're a fan of Disney, if you're a fan of theme parks, there's some really cool uh, rides in here. Even the Back to the Future ride that was in uh, Universal, which is since oh, been that one made me ill, made me sick. Since I love been replaced by ride. the Simpsons ride, you can play this video and at least get a little bit of that you know kind of experience back. Sure. I, I'm actually I'm going to spend the rest of the night doing this. You guys talk amongst <laughs> yourselves. <laughs> uh, I. I for one, uh, I don't have a real attachment to these these parks and these rides. I, I, it's not something that I have fond memories over. They're just fun experiences that I move on with my life. But it's interesting because I do know friends who are extreme roller coaster nerds, where they have gone to multiple theme parks, travel states just to go ahead and ride a new roller coaster and to be one of the first people to ride it. So I imagine that this is something that they would like to like to to view. So like we say on the show. Uh, that kind of nerd is about passions for for everything and if you've got a passion for roller coasters and reliving those memories here we go we're helping you out facilitating the uh, facilitating the experience i threw a topic into the show notes earlier this week about this uh 10-year challenge yes thing that seems to be happening on social media <laughs> yeah um, i don't do that crap no no you know no why no. because my well not just because I, I don't like you know doing this crap but uh, my Facebook profile photo ten years ago was probably a picture of Spider Man. So <laughs> it, it's it's I'm immune to it. I mean, it's just more data collection. Stop mm-hmm. participating in the data collection. This 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 is like when we talked about just a few weeks ago, right? About some of these challenges and stuff. So here here's what I'll say because I I've read this article and I've read other things about it too. From the from the look of it, this meme was not generated and made to do data collection however comma it really shows just how something like this can be easily weaponized to become a data collection point right uh, and then try to trick and fool ai and intelligence to to do things this is why captchas make you identify pictures of crosswalks and buses and where are the birds and the more data that you can feed these things the easier it gets fooled and tricked again participate but just like know that if you're putting information out there 
I, you know, this is your this is your thing. This is your world. This is your bed. You made it. Yeah, you come live in it. I don't know why you would live in a bed, but just you know, you are like your Charlie Bucket's uh, grandparents. You live in a bed. No, they, some they live people in a bed. do live in a bed. <laughs> they do. You're in, you're you're being insensitive they're, to all our bed dwellers right now. Our bed dwelling uh, listeners. <laughs> they're called professional camsters, Brian. Is <laughs> oh, really oh, oh man. Well. Uh, it, the door was open. I had to walk oh, through. Oh, the door was open, but mommy and daddy are—they're just wrestling. There's no need to come in. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to, just kind of. I'm just fixing to... mommy's back. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> just trying to crack mommy's back. <laughs> 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 Thank you for going where I was going. Yay! <laughs> oh, that's just terrible. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is the worst thing you've ever said on this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I doubt that. I've definitely oh, said worse. Really well, I don't know. I don't know, man. You've never, you've never broken me like that. So that's that's pretty good. I, that was not a true story. It's never happened to me. Uh, hey, so if you're noticing a theme that uh, tech perspective is one from each of us, you got it. Apple Pay will now soon be working at Target, Taco Bell, and many other locations, covering seventy four percent of major retailers. Uh, the reason I put this in the show notes is this is something that uh, long time coming. And uh, I can't be honest, I uh, sometimes forget my wallet and I don't have a credit card with me, but I got my phone and I'm at the targets and I'm like, oh, I can't do that. So uh, I'm pretty happy about this. This is going to be pretty cool. And more Apple Pay everywhere, please. Yes, please. If uh, if Target gets this, I won't have to carry my wallet unless I need to go to Costco. Oh, sir. But there's one caveat with Target. It will not be supporting the red card. Uh a that's well i think that's bullshit i do too. i do yep um that's i mean look brian i don't a, have a red card so i don't know what this means no but like imagine it's a five percent savings on everything you buy at target which is substantial right it's it's a better value than almost every other rewards program that exists sure i, I agree i just don't so know i'm just i'm just saying for those who i don't i don't have a red card either because frankly those savings compared to what i the points i earn on travel cards and things is it pales in comparison however comma for people that shop at Target for most of their stuff, yeah, that's a big really, it's a really good deal, and it it absolutely should be supported. So that's a problem, right? Um, however, the red card was the source of a giant breach, and that's and you know, in my opinion, if it like it's just you don't get access, right, because of the encryption, right? You'd have to think it's a two way street, exactly. Sorry to be super nerdy about it. This is a really good thing. Uh, unless I need to go to Costco, I won't have to carry my wallet ever. Uh, so, all right, finally, listen, I know this isn't tech perspective, but, but, but just totally deal with this since Valentine's day is upcoming, right? Your, your supermarket will now be flooded with Valentine's day candy, which is fantastic for the day after Valentine's day to just buy, uh, at a steep discount. However, there's going to be one thing missing this year from Valentine's day. And that is the conversation hearts. They're not going to be out for what? this year, 2018. What do you mean? Wait, what do you mean? Wait, okay, how will so they here's know to text me? The, the company who owns the, the rights and, and the, the recipes to the Conversation Hearts uh, went under. And then There's the, a recipe? Uh, and the comp- and It's a comp- not just grind up old school chalk <laughs> and put in back? Oh, Brian, these were a treat. They had glue on the back of them from the person that... Yep. Elmer's glued them onto the card they gave you. Mm-hmm. So it was the the Neko Company, the New England Confectionery Company, the people who made Neko wafers. They went out of business, 
but they were bought by the company that makes, and I shit you not, Circus Peanuts and Dum Dums, which is but Sprangler Candy Company? I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. No, no, that's not candy. That's sadness. Those peanuts are sadness. Well, every time I saw one of those Foam peanuts, I sadness. thought, oh, that's sadness. I so can't. the worst candy company bought a pretty good candy company, but because of the fact that it's, you know, uh, acquisition, all that stuff, they won't be on store shelves until 2020. Oh, well, I mean, I guess my kids will have a couple years with them. Yeah, they'll be after 2020, but uh, they're not here now. If you find them, they're probably all made in 1911. I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not sad You cannot it. tell me there's not warehouses filled with this shit just right, right next to the freaking Twinkies and Peeps. They're, they dude, can, there's guys there's guys mashing them up and snorting them like Tony <laughs> yeah, Montana on out. their desks. Fun fact, sweethearts have been around since 1886, and most of them still in circulation. So I, I'm, I'm surprised Look, by that. The, I mean, it's a thing, right? I mean, when we were kids, what what the person put on your on your Valentine that like that, that made something. a difference, yeah. right? Now, to be fair, you can still buy them in bulk, and, like fair. in Amazon. To be fair, uh, you can buy them in Amazon and you can buy them other places, but check the expiration date because they're probably old. But yeah, these were important. These were childhood staples, and unfortunately, your uh, your your Valentine is going to be a little lacking because it's not happening in 2019. Sorry to be the Bear bad dudes. Josh. DJ. You want to make a shout out to Allison Chains? I really do, actually. Um, so uh, we're recording on Friday, January 25th. On this day, 25 years ago, Allison Chains EP uh, Jar of Flies was released. This was, um, for me, a super important record as I grew up, but uh, nominated for two Grammys um, for like best rock album or best metal album, something like that. And then uh, also for the song Don't Follow, I think. Might have been I Stay Away. Either way, um, this is an amazing record. My favorite track on this whole thing is Nutshell. It's always been Nutshell. It'll always be Nutshell. Um, but I've listened to this about a thousand times. I highly recommend it to anybody. This Allison Chains was a band that kind of, they weren't grunge completely. They weren't metal totally. They weren't alternative they 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 really had components of each and they were so amazing and this is one of those records that like it just it, throughout my life I still listen frequently. I recommend it highly. Jar of Flies, Alice in Chains. You can find it everywhere. Listener, before we leave you today, I need to turn the platform over real quick to uh Mr. Brian Thornton. Uh, as we discussed uh was it last episode? It's 2 weeks ago cuz I was not here last episode. 2 weeks ago, we asked a question of the week of uh what was a childhood toy? that you had, that you wish you could have now. And uh, if you were to buy it now, how much would it cost? And Brian, he brought up a, a, a board game that none of us had ever heard of called Omega Virus. And uh, Brian, I believe there's a development on this uh, situation here. There is a development. The development. Have, wait, hold on, wait. Let me put in some breaking news sound right here. Nope. You got that, like the Morse code? Like the ticker tape? And <laughs> I was just going to go to YouTube, put in breaking news sound, and then just... Plug that in. Oh, here. they're like, who wants this dog? Or, or like, or like the, uh, the, the <laughs> no, no, spinning no, 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 no. I got <laughs> you going, da, da, da. and Josh going, who wants this dog? So that's it. That's it. That's done. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Carry on. Uh, so what was it? Two nights ago, three nights ago, I texted you, gentlemen, right? Uh, because I had, uh, I had come home from, you know, my, my day of work ready to just, relax and maybe watch some Bob's Burgers. And I had a package on my front step 
This package was from somebody that I do not recognize from a website called eBay. Um, and I was like, this is weird. I didn't order anything. I don't understand this. But you know what? Maybe my fiance ordered something. Get it in the house. I open it. And inside is Omega Virus. In really good shape, too. Um, <laughs> like, like, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to this. I think I think you're you're getting you're getting to a thank you, but before you do, I I need to I need to like unpack what just happened. Yeah, please, thank you if you could. You opened a thing, and you went, "Holy crap, it's a mega virus!" I need to immediately inspect the quality, of course, <laughs> and how it was kept. That's a, that's exactly what I did before. Oh, okay, sir, proceed. Before so, I say thank you, before there, I send out a tweet saying, "Oh, thank you." <laughs> there's some there's some fraying on the boxes around the edges, but all the pieces are intact. <laughs> there's some boxing around everything, the edges. Everything is legit, like in plastic bags still, and everything. It's, it's I am beyond pleased. So I already called them, but I do feel the need to put it in this format as well. To thank my mother and father, who decided, after listening to my harrowing tale of how my brother duped me out of keeping this game for myself, decided to get it for me and refused Bro. to tell me how much it cost them. Bro, that's good that's, parentals. That's, nice. that's good know. parentals. I know. I have good parentals. Um, so thank you, Mom and Dad. I actually already played a round of it, and I won, which I'm very proud of. Um, I'm I'm hoisting I'm hoisting my my Manhattans and saying cheers to you, Mom and Papa T. Thank you very much. Finally, before we end tonight, I do want to let you know that if you sign up for our Patreon, Brian and I are about to record an exclusive episode talking about Black Mirror's episode Bandersnatch. Uh, Josh and I uh, last week talked about Vice. There's some great content and some great things happening to our Patreon. So please go check it out. All right, listener, I got a couple things I, I need you to help me out with. Number one, please share this show. I, I love this episode immensely. So please share share it with the world because sharing is the ultimate Internet currency. And we thank you for your donation. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Links are in the show notes. And finally, thank you, listeners, so much for making us your walk around our neighborhood or your drive to work. We will see you next week. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. I have a problem with that lyric, though. It's so no one told you life was gonna be this way, except for the second verse where they go, your mother told you there'd be days like these. So did no one tell you life was gonna be this way, or did your mom give you a warning? Someone at some point told you some days would be this right. way. Yes, someone did that. <laughs> Why you gotta break down that song? I never thought about it until oh, this because moment. Because the Rembrandts are shit music. That's woke why. up at 10 at work, began at 8, burned your breakfast so far, things are going great. Who the hell is two hours late for work and is like, I need to make some breakfast? Andre. Yes, Portuguese. Two hours late for work, walks in with food. And I'm like, are you kidding? His mother definitely did not tell him that there would be days like these, though. So (laughs) that's a perfectly acceptable reason. She told him every day is going to be perfect. (laughs) Sunshine and rainbows over there. Uh-huh. Ah, the seltzer. This week is brought to you by Pop, uh, the, the proper Pola uh, Lemon Lime uh, Seltzer. You ditched the giant brand already? <laughs> the giant brand, uh, yes. No, apparently uh, not even orphans would like the giant brand seltzer water. So <laughs> you screamed, like the giant brand seltzer You screamed water. watermelon while flushing it down the drain. I was pouring it down the, the drain, and then a little fish came out and said, stop that. <laughs> Enough. We get it.
Not very good. So I went to the Pola. Although, however, it's already my last one. <laughs> I kind of went through a whole case you in a drink week. drink a lot of seltzer. I think I have a problem. Yeah, seltzer problem. Who wants this dog? That's the theme for Screen to Stream. <laughs> That's the that's the theme to scream. <laughs> I've enjoyed this episode so much. I'm not even drunk. This is great. Oh my I'm god! I'm not even drunk either. This I needed this episode. I didn't know I needed this episode. This was great. Uh, I don't care if it's bad for everybody else. I thoroughly enjoyed this. I may put this in my favorite episode themselves. I may not edit a goddamn thing. Just leave this all in. I mean, I'm not going to. But like, I'm going to be listening to the unedited version of this episode whenever the fuck I want. I, I was on a conference call where someone used the word scrape as a verb Ooh. like eight times. Ooh. And I went, oh, this is not. Ooh. It's scraping me in inside of my face right uh, now. Listen, I, I was can't. scraping the uh, the reports here. and uh, that, you know, Yes, I can't do it. I can't uh, do. I also I found a recipe do, for some very moist cake. I can't do scrape at all, Jim. I'm, ta- I'm, ta- I'm talking to you. You can't use scrape like that anymore. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't hear it, Jim. What I if, can't do it. What if he did moist? If he did moist and scrape in the same... I'd, I'd be fine with that, but his wife might not be, so... <laughs> I mean, the moisture <laughs> was scraping. <laughs> nope. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna finish the this. I'm not putting moist, that sentence together. Whenever you say the word moist, it scrapes the inside of my brain. Oh, there you go. Is that I better? I just think of cake. Doesn't everybody just think I do. Of cake? I think of cake. People cake get really annoyed with, with the word moist. Yeah. For some I people, usually, the word moist I, that's is That's the terrible. only thing I usually describe as moist. Right. Yeah. A deliciously moist chocolate cake. Absolutely. Or a cupcake. Which or a cupcake. Mini, yeah, mini right. cakes, it's a, just a small cake. That's fine. Tiny, yeah. tiny cake. It's a, yeah. it's a cake. It, but it's, oh, it's a tiny cake in like a tuxedo, though, because of how it's all <laughs> yes, dressed it's up. Fancy. I like to imagine yes. that a moist cake with a with a tuxedo t-shirt, or he's casual, Dude. but he's also formal. He's like, I'm here to party. <laughs> he's here to party. Right. That's right. It's dinner. Feels good.